Welcome to the Los Angeles Saga Show. I got some explaining to do. That was not meant to happen, but this song, this song is still a banger. We meant to put on some some dope Daft Punk, and this showed up instead. Somebody named the song wrong, but I'll take it. Who is this, bro? I don't know, but it bangs. It's a banger for sure. It is a banger. I've heard it somewhere. I heard I it too. I don't know where, but I've heard it. Which club was that at? Let me Shazam this real quick. Shazam, hurry up. We're going to turn the studio. It's almost over. You got... Oh, you got a minute, actually. What song is this? Let me know. It's close to that one. It's, it's not coming it's not good. Uh, <laughs> Somebody... Dude, it might be a student who like made this song, to be honest. No, Anywho, I don't know, bro, but welcome everybody to the Sanja Saga show. That's embarrassing. I don't know well, who said David Guetta song. Did I actually? It's called that? When Love Takes Over. Did I really? When Love Takes Over. All right, well, <laughs> I'll have a. You didn't know I could get up there, huh? <laughs> I I was a, a tenor in um. Inquire my first from your high school. No idea what that means. Tenor? It's like what you just did right now. It's like oh, the, really? like the guys of like high oh, so voice had, in a so range kind of no. go low. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was that, Jerry? Okay. I tell you, bro. Little, little Chris day. Brown? Hell yeah. <laughs> Chris Breezy? Freaky Friday, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's on hey. Reaction Monday here. <laughs> oh, see? Look, this, this is acting up now. This is acting up now. There you go. You're going to put it back on or what? No, no, no. We're good now. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Central Saga Show. Crazy start here on this fantastic Monday. We're also going to talk about a crazy game between LAFC and FC Cincinnati, who, by the way, played a great game. Mm. That was a very fun game to watch. Uh, Shout out to them. And we've been talking about it, you know. They are not nearly as bad as I thought. No. They gave LAFC some some trouble. Yeah. So shout out to them, man, for uh, doing their team. Good effort. Welcome, everybody. My name is Jerry Reynoso at GR4YNOSO. And I have right here with me, Jonathan Ortega. At, where John at? Where you at, player? Where we at? We're right here at 22S Radio Station here. You're listening to us live on 22SMedia.com. KKJZ HD3, Long Beach, Los Angeles. 80.1 FM HD3. Okay, Jerry. I don't think anybody listens to us on there, but to be honest, 22SMedia.com. Those are tuning in. Shout out to you guys. It's been a hectic Monday so far, as you can tell. David Guetta over here. Yeah. You ever seen a, I believe it was David Guetta. Every, every Monday is hectic, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially this one. Though. I don't know what it is. Yeah. You ever seen that, Uh, it was like during the pandemic, Uh, he had like this, it was Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, I believe. And it was like, MLS did like this celebratory or like trying to charity event for uh, George Floyd for mm. what happened, you know, rest in peace, George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Um, and he made this like Martin Luther King Jr. remix, and like it was like a meme for like uh, yeah I was that like that sounds bad yeah <laughs> I had a dream that <laughs> sounds <laughs> 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 it's like oh. Not my brothers and sisters yeah like, it's bro. like <laughs> bass <laughs> drop yeah I had a hot dream I was like oh, oh no bro terrible idea. and he like gave a speech like. In rhythm, hey, he's get <laughs> David Guetta's like Swedish or something, bro. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, shout out. Oh, actually, speaking of Swedish, Swedish House Mafia, mm-hmm. those who are uh EDM fans like that. I know there's a lot of LAFC folk that are EDM fans like that. Um, they're performing at the bank, I believe, Ooh. sometime this summer. Hey, so that may be something you guys want to tune into. I know season ticket members, anything that goes on down at the <laughs> bank, any events, they get like pre sale and uh, maybe discounts. I think mm-hmm. they get pre sale access. Dope, yeah, so good for them. Are you EDM head? Uh, nah, I not wouldn't re- say so. I wouldn't say so. Maybe me to like a certain extent. Yeah, not an EDM head. Well, I like um house more than EDM. That's for sure. Yeah, EDM, like, EDM's a bit too much. Yeah, that's just noise, bro. Yeah, that's what people <laughs> say, man. That's all it is. It's just noise, bro. <laughs> all music is noise, bro. We're getting real it's deep all today. Subjective. Huh? <laughs> We're getting real deep today. That's that's that that's that uh, communication. That's that calm studies in, in me, bro. <laughs> it comes out once in a while. Yeah. No, I was watching uh, Shaq uh, DJing last night. Mm-hmm. DJ Diesel. DJ Diesel. And he has that song where it's, he's a dubstep uh, DJ. And like the dubstep today, you can tell it's different. But back in the day, I would say I, I was a big shuffler growing up. I'll let you know. Right yeah. Now, you know? <laughs> I was a little kid with like bangs. LMFAO. LMFAO. I was 
doing it all, bro. Freaking uh, shuffle battle, shuffle and battle in, in, in elementary at lunch, bro. After tetherball, bro. After the tetherball, hey, not gonna lie, I was a shuffler too. I think everybody was. I was, bro. I was pretty good. Too. I had all the girls on me too. All the, all the third graders, bro. It's because of my hair. I had like that Justin Bieber fever. Ooh, I did too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's pictures yeah, out there. Yeah, I got it. We got it. There's pictures out there for sure. Yeah. And I was like shuffling on my hair. Yeah. <laughs> Bouncing up and down. Always wearing the hoodie, the, the skinny jeans. Yeah. The vans. Neff. You don't need any Neff. Neff, yeah. <laughs> I the wore hella Neff. Beanies, bro. I wore hella Neff. Way too much Neff. <laughs> I was in Buena Park at that time, bro. Just shuffling with all the freaking kids at Nosberry Farm. I was at the Verdugo Middle School dance. Yeah, bro. <laughs> shuffling. <laughs> Yeah, man, that was me. But those DJ are, Diesel, bro, that was funny, dude. Uh, he has a song about, like, going on a poster. <laughs> like, posterizing. Really? And everyone's just dancing. I don't know, bro. It's, it's hilarious. It's funny seeing a big guy like Shaq. Shaq is hilarious, dude. Just being out there and just DJing. And the funny part, too, is that he's always in the same attire. Mm. He's always wearing wife beater tank tops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude just came straight from the bathroom. Yeah. And, like, he's probably wearing loafers, too. And like, he, was like the, he was, like, inside the NBA wearing, like, a suit and tie. He's yeah. like, ah, I'll just rip all this off. Yeah, exactly, bro. And it's just, like, I'm picturing him in a in the wife beater tank top with some loafers. like Some chanclas. Some chanclas, some pantuflas yeah, on deck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, like... His shorts are actually pants for regular people. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> they he got like, like a size 52. Yeah. <laughs> and like his shorts are like past his shin a yeah. little bit. You know what I mean? They're like capris at this point. That's what I'm picturing. Man. You got I know. Like we're those, gonna, we're gonna you got those Adidas three-fourths pants. Yeah, exactly. All the oh, soccer pools wear. Hey, bro. Hey, I know you got a pair. <laughs> I know you got a pair. I, know, I got like two, bro. I'll let you know right now. Do they look good? No, but they make me feel like Ronaldo at times. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, let's talk some LAFC. There was a big game between the Black and Gold and what's Cincinnati's like orange, orange and blue. Orange they're kind of like Mets colors. Yeah, but like they're lions. Are they? They have the lion on their logo, but what's like their do their they mascot? Have, do they have a mascot? I don't even know. Do they have like a, a nickname? No idea. Cincy. Logo Leo. Yeah, I think Cincy's are that's that's as far as they go with that. Um. Yeah, Cincinnati played a great game. Not gonna lie, dude. They they tested LAFC, and you know we've been talking about it. LAFC, whatever team they play, bring out the best in the other team. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cincinnati, they're low table in the East. You know they <laughs> they should not have kept up with us. That's mm-hmm. why I said three zero uh, clean sheet is what I was expecting a clean sheet. Nonetheless, they played really good. You know. Uh, the all the promotions all over the internet, all over MLS, social media, whatever it is. The promotion was the top goal scorers of the league playing against each other. Brandon Vasquez versus Carlos Vela. Mm-hmm. And Brandon Vasquez didn't even get to play. Yeah. So that was a bit of a shocker too because it was like, who? Brandon Vasquez seemed to be the identity. But yesterday, the only one that was on the pitch and the one that was everywhere is Lucio Costa. Um, Costa was everywhere. Uh, Costa was everywhere. Brenner wasn't that bad. Brenner wasn't that bad as well. Could have uh, had, had a better Yuyo, game. Yuyo Kubo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was there. Who's oh, going? I want to give a. Sh- I mean, I don't know if it's a shout out, but boy, yeah, shout out. He got an own goal. Tyler Blackett, mm. Tyler Blackett, defender for FC Cincinnati. LFC alumni. No, actually, I was thinking of somebody else. Turns out, I did my research. He's not an LFC alumni because I'm thinking about a different Blackett. I could be wrong. How many Blackets are there? There's a lot of Blackets. <laughs> really? Yeah. Haven't heard. Anyways, that Tyler Blackett was on 2014 Manchester United squad. Really? Yeah. The guy that played yesterday. Yeah, the one that got the own goal and the yellow card. Black. Yep. Tired of Black He was like a, a bench reserve. I remember FIFA 15, bro. Mm. He was on the reserve. He was one of those all the way at the bottom. The, all the way like at the bottom, like, like with the no, uh, no, no, no like, face. No face, the vacant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was the, him. The locked character looking. That was him. <laughs> so I was like, man, I know this guy from somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. I'm pretty sure there was a Black in 2018, 2019, maybe. Yeah, I could be wrong. Maybe. I could be, they, maybe, oh. you're, maybe you're just thinking of Tristan Blackman. Who knows? Anywho, <laughs> but yeah, man, it was a fun game to watch. Uh, you came over to crib for the second half. Shout yeah. out to your moms, man. Appreciate you coming over and uh, just kicking it Appreciate with us. The host, man. Yeah, man, always, always. Thank um, you. but let's get into it, man. The starting eleven was uh not necessarily too different. Mm-hmm. A big difference was no Mama do fall because of yellow card accumulation. Big difference. So. There was a lot of uh, you could tell. There's a lot of diff, um, 
There was a, a void yeah. in, the, in the back a little bit. It wasn't as fluid as it's been. Yeah. Especially yeah. communication-wise. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Donnie Henry got <clears> the start <throat> over Mamadou Fall. He had to sit it out uh, to, you know, serve his suspension. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he didn't last too long. He got subbed out around the 20th minute, yeah. I would say. 20 to 30th minute. Daniel came yeah. down with some. Right, twisted ankle. That was actually pretty bad. We saw it, it was also mm. counter attack. Lucho Costa. It's not like he got broken or anything. Mm. You know, non contact, non contact. Just him versus the turf. Turf got the best of him. Yeah, he had to come out. Those are the worst sometimes, though. Those are non contact. And I was thinking, too, I was like, man, what what kind of pitch is this? And it's it was uh I don't want to say synthetic. They probably like brought it in. It was turf though for sure. Turf. I want to say it was turf. Yeah. Damn. So there was a lot of like slipping. There was a lot of like track. It was too much traction on the field. You know what I mean for. Mm. For uh, players to just remain balanced, you know. What I'm That's saying? why he, he got stuck his foot in. And yeah, he got he stuck, stuck his there. foot in. And it just didn't come out. I didn't come out. I twisted my ankle hard like that too, man. Out for two weeks. Yeah, you me know too. What I mean? In comes Sebastian Ubiago for him, who did good too as well. Um, so him and uh, Murillo, uh, down center had Ryan Hollingshead and Chica Palacios up on the wing backs. Chiki. Four to three formation, as we're used to seeing from Toronto thus far. Uh, we had Jose Cifuentes. We had Cullen Acosta and Elia Sanchez. So that seems to be like the, you know, the tri three right there. Mm-hmm. And up top, we had Opoku, Arango, and Vela, mm-hmm. which we're supposed to be getting announcement from LAFC sometime soon. We're starting to see that that front three kind of become like the established front three, though. Yeah. Well, at least while Brian's gone, right? Exactly. And Brian, there's no update on Brian yet. You know, they want to be. Uh, Raito. Yeah. They want to be a little uh, midfield. low key for now, you know. Yeah. Uh, after the day of his injury uh, against Galaxy, they just said, you know, we'll find out when we find out. We'll let you guys know when mm-hmm. he's ready to go. No hurry, no hurry. You I'd rather I mean? rather him be fully fit. When yeah. come but he playoff seems time good. He seems good. So mm-hmm. we're just, you know, doing our thing there. Yeah. So uh, besides that center back, it looked like the starting to look like we got our starting eleven kind of figured out, right? Little bit, yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. You know, Eddie Segura is coming back. I, I want to say he... I've spoken with him, uh, and he told me that around late to early... Late May to early June, mm-hmm. that's a good time, you know? Yeah. Uh, I would rather wait till June because May is a hectic, you know, where we need him, to, where we're going to ask for him a lot. A lot of I mean? games in May. A lot of games in May. There's eight games, five are at home, and they're all tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like starting this this upcoming Sunday... Uh, against Minnesota, following it's Philadelphia, and so forth. You know what I mean? So it's definitely going to be tough. So I would, you know, if I was, you know, the personnel of LAFC, mm-hmm. I would hold them off until June, Yeah, if doable. I would agree, especially, like, I wouldn't necessarily that say we need him at this moment. I would rather him be fully healthy in July, in June, July, or even come playoff time than put him out there when we don't really need him at this moment in time. Yep, exactly. Uh, Not to downplay how good of a player he is, but just we've been we've been doing adequate. Yeah, we've been doing good, and that that's like I said, that's a good problem. It's like, all right, now who should we put in? There's eleven. You put your eleven best players, not your best Mm eleven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we just wait on on that on that situation, but nonetheless, uh, LAFC did. Of course, it's not an LAFC game without a slow start. Mm -hmm. I mean, LAFC started slow. First ten minutes, it seems like they're still trying to warm it up. They got They you, need to figure that out. And I, I don't. We don't know what the solution is. I don't know you know what, what I mean? Is. It's always been a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, to me personally, like no matter what team it is in football, first ten minutes you dictate the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You set the tempo, and from there it's always back and forth. You know, all right, we're switching up to play. Who is in control? No, you. If you want to win the game, you become in control the first ten minutes. And it was pretty much 50-50 at that point, which has been every game to be honest. Um, I, do, I am starting to see a little bit more that this team is much more of a second-half team, just like they were in 2019. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit exciting to me because we're getting glimpses, little by little, glimpses of you know the adversary and the resiliency that this squad can showcase, which we already know of because we've seen it before. Yep. The only thing is, is that with new players, uh, like Kellen Acosta, Elias Sanchez, all these new players that are here now. New coach. New coach. But the system is still the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's how we're recognizing, all right, there's not really much of a change. It's not that big, but it's going. Mm-hmm. Going the way it's supposed to. And there's already being arguments, you know, and of course it might be, you know, a little bit over-exaggeration, but there's arguments that this team might be better than 2019. Mm-hmm. 
here on Overreaction Monday. Overreaction Monday, right? We like our what ifs? Too early. It's a bit. It's only, what, 14 minutes into the show, Jay? Yeah, 14 minutes Already into the, the show, <laughs> yeah. Eesh. Already starting the overreactions. Let's do it, though. That's what yeah, we're here man. for. First goal was from Lucia Costa of Cincinnati. Lucia Costa used to play for DC United when Rain Rooney was there. That famous goal, 95th minute. Uh, can't remember who they played, but I remember the goal, of course. DC United uh, got a W. Oh, Wayne Rooney, where he, Rooney, kicked, where he it, like, kicked it from half field. Lucha Costa got the header. 67 yards. Yep, so that was that. Uh, Lucha Costa also went to, after that, uh, I believe, got transferred to Atlas. So he was playing with Atlas over in Liga Mekis. Mm-hmm. From there, went to somewhere else in MLS, and now he's at MC Cincinnati. So he's definitely a, a regular in the uh, MLS football world. Argentino. Um, yeah, Argentine. De Boca. Bostero. Boo. Boo. Dirty. He did play pretty dirty yesterday, not gonna lie. Bro. He's a 5'4 Argentinian. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of them played dirty. Yeah. But yeah. He, no, nah, uh, but he did. He was leaving something a little extra on every tackle. And like, even that, that last header at the end, well, bro, that was so unnecessary. Yeah, that one on, on Ryan Holling's head. Yeah. Ryan Holling's header. <laughs> that dude was balling his straight too, man. Yeah. Uh, He's been really solid, by the way. Yeah. So. That goal was made uh, before halftime, so it's just like... And, like, the first half wasn't bad, you know? Mm-hmm. To me. The first half wasn't bad in terms of LAFC's performance. Could they have done better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, Cincinnati were playing good, too. True. It was a stalemate throughout. And, you know, at times, there's like, you know what? You just go to locker rooms, halftime, and you adjust from there. And that's exactly what Chief, Steve Toronto did there. Yeah. I was gonna say, um, it looked a bit shaky for me in the first half, at least on the on the fact of like coming out of the box and like pl- passing out. It was exactly what happened on that one goal, where the, uh, Crippo passed it to Ilya, and it was just like it was a bad pass. That was yeah, that was a sloppy play right there. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, on that end, um, when then you know it's like all these goals that we have conceded so far, they're all preventable. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. It's not like oh, it's a good strike. You just shake it off. The only one is a good strike was like that Yumi Chara game yeah. two. You know. It's like, all right, lucky ass, all right, cool, move on. That was a good goal. You know, it's a good goal. Yeah. You shake it off. That was it. Yeah. Every goal has been able to be preventable. All the goals in Galaxy have been able to be preventable. Mm, very. You know what I'm saying? Especially those ones. Mm-hmm. So it's like this Lucia Costa one, you know, that pass was just like not not so nonchalant. Better decision making. It would have been a clean sheet 2-0 win. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was just saying, like, maybe I feel like that had to do with the – the new center back being in there maybe there was a miscommunication in there somewhere but also like i don't know Kripo. you don't play in the middle like that no matter what. yeah exactly that's what that's what that once that's one of the first things you're taught as a goalie that's like fundamentals. growing up like don't yep. don't Never. go through the middle because that's the easiest shots where I come from yep and that's exactly what happened uh you know you just not, clean it up go to the locker gonna, room you change it up not gonna beat him up too bad over it but you can't you can't be doing that. And he played great, you know. Yeah. He I I'm pretty sure he recognized the mistake that he made and it's just like, you know, you shake it off and move on. He was probably the first one to see it. He seems like that type of guy. Yeah. He's like, Oh, my bad. But yeah. he didn't dwell on it. You yeah. know, he tried to make the stop, you know, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. Lucha Costa's gonna Lucha Costa, who he had great footwork, he had a great shot off, created mm-hmm. some space from Sebastian Ibiaga and he got the shot off, you know? Yeah. Um I thought Brenner was gonna shoot it. Should have shot it, but he should have shot it, but he laid it off. So you don't, don't got that killer. One zero for Cincinnati. Uh, there was a stat that popped up on the broadcast of FS1. Stu Holden said that they've only won, I believe, sixteen games in their history, and that's still not more than LAFC's game uh, wins that they got in twenty nineteen in their in the record breaking season, and. There was something about, uh, you know, LAFC have. Okay, so LAFC's first trip was in Cincinnati mm-hmm. this past weekend because they finally have a stadium. Mm-hmm. They played them seven times at the bank or overall fixtures, and they won them. Now we're eight and zero, of course, but just the overall difference in terms of the buildup and of expansion teams. You know, twenty nineteen season was a record breaker for LAFC. But that was Cincinnati's inaugural season. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how do you back this up? And then also just thinking back, if you think about it, Cincinnati has the same amount of trophies as LAFC. Unless you want to count the wooden spoons, then they have more. You know what I'm saying? 
What are we counting? FC Cincinnati won the 2017 USL Championship. Man. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's not a top division trophy, though. But it's a trophy nonetheless. But FC Cincinnati as a USL team is way different let me, than let me, FC Cincinnati as an MLS team. Let me get you in right now, bro. As a River fan. Yeah. You know what I'm going to bring up. The Sabuna? Yes. Yeah. Is that not a trophy? No. <laughs> as, far as, River, as far as River play goes, how many trophies we have? Probably the winningest club, debatably with Boca. You're not going to count that? No, we don't count that. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> but Cincinnati can because they're Cincinnati. If, if they want to, you can you can have it. But as far as like MLS prestige goes, yeah, you don't. That's not a trophy, bro. I'm just thinking like hypothetically. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, technically, and if then, you want to, and then hypothetically again too. You know, the wooden spoons. You know, you get the award of a wooden spoon for being the worst team in MLS. They got it like three years in a row, I believe. Jeez, the reigning the reigning wooden spoon champs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was gonna say at least LAFC has a supporter shield. Yeah. So which is. That is a trophy. That trophy is are not even arguably, you know, higher yeah. than the USL championship. Yeah. I mean, we just played the USL reigning champs this past Wednesday. Smacked them. Yeah. 5-1. Easy. Anywho, going to the second half, not really much of a change. They woke up, though. They woke up. It was a great. Latif came in. Latif came in. Um, Trying to see. No, I'm thinking about Wednesday. Yeah, Latif came in. Uh, balled out, you know, had fun. There's just like the overall vibe, man, with this club, you know, all before the game, you know, warming up, there were just smiles all around. Steve Trundolo was just giving the head ups, the mm-hmm. nods, like, hey, what's up, player? How you doing, man? Up, Good afternoon, doc. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you want, especially from LA, bro. Like, that's the vibe that needs to be, man. And as we were talking about, you know, if you're coming in as a sub, you got to either replicate the same tenacity or enhance it and that's exactly what team blessing did and it's just going to be the the overall norm going forward i believe yeah i agree we skipped over the acosta goal though completely that was the second half yeah getting into it that goal what a shot we went into the latif sub and we skipped over it though oh the sub was after came after yeah oh okay whoopsies you're right whoops it's Monday, bro. Whoopsies. It's all good, I'm it's done all good, with the semester, dog. I'll let you know right now. I'm done with the semester. <laughs> Me too, bro. I'm so checked out. <laughs> that goal was actually not supposed to be a goal. Mm. If you look at it, the before deflection? that deflection, that was going straight out. You think so? Oh, I yeah, think yeah, so. It was, it was going it was, right. I like, saw wide. one angle and I was like. Yeah. It was a hell of a shot. I'll let you know right now. Mm-hmm. But that was not on target. What a hit. So shout out Tyler Blackett. And what had me, like, I was laughing about was... uh. Murillo wanted to go for a bicycle kick, but like standing up, mm-hmm. and he saw Luchi Costa come up for it, so he kind of like disregarded it because it would have been a dangerous play, you know, hospital ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luchi Costa ended up not even going for the ball after all, and just uh, there was Ryan Hollingshead was like getting ready to like either lay it off to Acosta or take a shot. You could tell the communication was there because he said leave it and took the shot, which led to the deflection of Tyler Blackett. Shout out GGMU Manchester United, uh, and gave us a goal. I do want to give a shout out to uh, Roman. Uh, damn, No, no, no! It's getting out of my name. No, I don't want to shout out Bramovich, the goalkeeper for Cincinnati. It, I find it so funny because Alec Khan, Roman Celentano. There you go. I would have butchered that so hard, man. Alec Khan, the starting goalkeeper for uh, FC Cincinnati, was injured. So, the backup goalkeeper is, guess who? Kenneth Vermeer, LAFC starter from last season. We already know how poor of a goalkeeper he is. <laughs> but FC Cincinnati found out right away after seven games. They should have known. They brought up MLS's next pros, FC Cincinnati 2's goalkeeper, to play on the first team. And he played a great game. He did play good. He had eight save attempts, six saved, confirmed, 75% uh, save ratio on that one. And he made LAFC fight. Yeah. He was yeah. getting touches on all the good shots, to be honest. Yep. He had, a, you know, there was that Chicho Arango goal from the right side mm-hmm. onto the left post. Great save. And there's very firm. He got some very firm hands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Doing his thing with the finger savers. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to him. He played a great game. His MLS debut there, you know, allowed two goals. One was an own goal. So, I, you know, I would mm-hmm. like, personally, I would, for him, I would like shake that off. But mm-hmm. the second goal is just a great shot from Danny Musovsky, which happened. Later on in the game, when he came in, you're not blocking that. 
You're not blocking that yeah. at all. Top bins. Top bins. And like two feet away from the you. The margin between him and the defenders trying to deflect that too as well. Yeah. In between the legs, man. Like, you can't make that stuff up. That's some sports science stuff that I don't want to get into. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I respect the effort completely, but there was a lot of luck involved in that goal. Yeah. And we could, you could recognize that and give credit at the same time. Yep. No doubt about that. And, you know, shout out to Danny Muzovsky who got a brace on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. On Wednesday against uh, USL's championship winners. OCSC. OCSC. And, you know, three goals in two games. Is he trying to fight as well for a starting spot up there? Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like we have a deep rotation. And it's like, who do we start? That's a great problem to have. I think I think Chicho's still Chicho's the guy I starter. Think. Starter. I think he's the guy. But, he's been stepping it up for sure. But seeing Musovsky three goals and two appearances and like getting that confidence back. That's promising be, too for a super sub. Yeah, exactly. I was exactly gonna say that. Like perfect super sub if you can really keep that up and replicate that. Yep. No doubt about that. <laughs> I was also gonna say on the Kellen Acosta goal, dude, just hit the ball more. Stuff happens in the box. Like, lucky deflections happen so much in soccer. Why don't we hit the ball more from the top of the box whenever we get the chance? Like, those lucky skinning deflections and stuff happen all the time in football. Just to keep it, right? Yeah, just put it on the frame. And lucky, good stuff happens sometimes. Kyle Acosta's first ever MLS or LAFC goal. First, me. first ever. Man, I got straight from Europe, huh? <laughs> first LAFC goal has earned him a Team of the Week honors. So shout out to him. Shout out. So yeah, man. We'll talk more about the Team of the Week and the MLS roundup after the break. But after the break, we will also be accepting callers. So if you're listening and you want to call us, we'll be back in about... Well, after the song, because I found the song already. <laughs> so The right one? The right one. Let's find out. Is it? Is it the right one? Is it Jerry, though? It's got to be. It better be. There we go. It's the right one, baby. That punk on deck, guys. You listen to Los Angeles Soccer Show. I'm your host, Jerry Nelson. We'll be back after this commercial. Shout out to Pharrell Williams and Adidas. Shout out Pharrell for Pharrell. his we'll career. We'll be back, guys. Like the legend of the Phoenix. Ends with beginnings. What keeps the planet spinning? Ah, uh, the force from the beginning. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was Get Lucky featuring Pharrell Williams by Daft Punk. Shout out to Daft Punk. When I was a kid, I used to sing. You're listening to- nice. Why does that keep happening, bro? <laughs> when I was a kid? When I was a kid. Oh, I Record scratch. Started spinning, spinning bars, bro. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to think that I used to say Mexican Lucky. You used to what? I used to think that I would say Mexican Lucky. Mexican Lucky? Yeah, I don't know why, bro. <laughs> I felt like prideful, you know? Bien orgullo. You thought it was like Rafa Marquez? <laughs> yeah, <or what? laughs> yeah, basically. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Los Angeles Soccer Show. I'm your host, Jerry Reynoso, alongside my good friend, Jonathan Ortega, at where John at, at JR4YNOSO, at Los Angeles Saga. We were talking about LAFC's big win against FC Cincinnati. A great game to watch. And, you know, the momentum continues to carry forward uh, after that loss uh, against the Galaxy. We'll clean it up and we're continuing to ride off of this high. Yes, sir. Steve Trindolo's first ever coach. Yes, professional coaching stint right now. He's gathered his sixth win. Not first pro, but first first division. First division, first top flight. Yeah, club. exactly. Yeah. Six one and one. That is That's great good. to start your career, bro. That's some some FIFA manager mode. That is right very there. good. Yeah, so yeah, he's doing great, man. Shout out to Dolo. I'm looking like me on Summer Pro. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think it's best that we uh go through our ratings. 
Let's do it. radar players. Uh, but first, I want to go ahead and let everybody know that we are now accepting callers. Let us know how you feel about LAFC's big win this past weekend. LAFC getting ready to announce a domestic signing. There's hope that either it's a new player, which I kind of doubt it, or we could begin the hashtag Sequeda Vela and the contract extension for Carlos Vela's DP uh, through 2023 will be announced and confirmed officially by the club. It could be done later today, could be done later tonight, in a few days. It could be done while we're doing the show. So hopefully it's doing this show because it'll be cool to react to it. Let us know how you feel. Uh, 562-985-5140. Again, it's 562-985-5140. Go ahead and give us a call. We'll set you guys in. Let's rate our players, shall we? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Carlos Vela on Fup Mob got an 8.3 and got mad of the match. Yeah. Pretty decent. You could tell there's fatigue there. Mm. You know what I mean? He got that assist. Uh, and, you know, there's a, a big uh, history-making watch on him right now. A record-breaking watch. He's If he gets either a goal or assist this upcoming weekend, he'll be the fastest MLS player to have 100 combined goals and assists. Uh, at 94 games. Right now, the record is 95 mm-hmm. by Sebastian Giovinco. He could have broken it yesterday if he got another goal or assist. Mm-hmm. He got that assist for Danny Wasowski. So all he needs is one kind of contribution goal, whether it's goal assist, this upcoming Sunday. What's this uh, This upcoming Sunday? It's my birthday. Minnesota. Oh, no, your birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. Screw Minnesota, bro. Nah, forget Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool, cool birthday gift from Vela. You know what I mean? Break yeah. that record for me, brother. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. We'll get you a Vela 100 jersey. There you go. 100. 100, 100 emoji. 100 emoji <laughs> with the red, right? Yeah. With the lines under. <laughs> 100. Oh, man. Sold that outside the stadium. Next to the hot dogs. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man. Carter's probably got an 8.3 on this, but should we rate it that high? What are you thinking? That's a bit high for me for only one assist. Just a little play down the middle. Danny Musaski did all the work. Yeah, exactly. That's like, why I see it. Not not to bash on Vela, but no, he didn't contribute. Like he didn't crazy. contribute too much. He was uh, getting locked down. You know, yeah. that's all every team is gonna play like. Yeah, it seems know? like it's like all right. So far the season, he has doubled. There team. was opportunities where he took shots and they were blocked right then and there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he didn't do too much. Uh, just for the assist, I gave him a seven, maybe six and a half. Seven, I think, would be the highest I would give him. Yeah, 8. I would 3 give him a seven. But who would you give the man of the match for this game? I'm gonna give mine to. Acosta, because okay. I, I feel like he hasn't gotten enough enough love. Yeah, most so definitely. far this season. Yeah, especially for me, I've been a bit critical of him. Yeah, because I feel like he doesn't stand out as much as he possibly could. But this game, he really he like he put that warrior outfit on, and he was like, "Oh, let's let's bring this back. I'm gonna score my goal, and let's get this going. Let's yeah, bring it back. Yeah, most definitely. And it just felt like, you know, of course we're signing a uh, we got a trade for him and. The deal was huge, but the expectations are come with that deal. You know what I'm saying? Even huger. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you can't put a price tag on expectations. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, we got a glimpse from that. Yeah. Yesterday, I feel like I feel like the mid is still kind of finding their feet. Besides Ilya, Ilya, Ilya is established. Ilya knows exactly what to do at this point. Yeah. Probably doesn't even talk to the coach beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> but Sifu and Acosta and Latif, they they still got something to figure out, and it's not it's not working perfectly yet. Yeah, and that's probably fine, man. Perfectly it's still fine. Early, it's still dude, early, you know what I mean? And the fact that we're still on top this early after what was you know arguably more it is the worst season ever in lafc history last season mm-hmm. and you know there's just so much things that are out of our control there was a lot of uh things that you know the club were dealing with in and outside the pitch yeah um but just to to tell me that you know we're gonna sacrifice last season uh for a fine fine start season this year i would take it all the time you know what I mean? no doubt but it was a bad year for everything bro. yeah and everybody soccer you know? football yeah the world the world and we just cleaned it up man just keep it moving. Go forward, and this is how we are right now. Keep uh, I really like how Hollingshead played. Mm. He, I think he did great. Uh, you know, I I didn't like the way he performed against Galaxy a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I think this was definitely like a, you know, a, a, a redemption kind of game for him. I can uh, see that. He was, you know, in and out there. Chica Palacio was pretty great as well. Last yeah, week he was great either. offensively. This week he was great defensively. He got that yeah. goal line clearance, yep. saving Maxine Crapo on the post. Uh, which was just a great shot also from Lichia Costa. I'm surprised he got there. I'm surprised he got there too. <laughs> He's a little short, right? <laughs> yeah. And it was like a rainbow slow one. Yeah, it was like it a, was a funky. Like a 77 miles per hour curveball <laughs> yeah, right there on that one. Kershaw curveball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that knuckle curve. Um, 
nonetheless, bro, you know, Chica Palacio was there defensively. Uh, Murillo was holding it down. You know, he had to deal with two different center backs when he came with two different people. Mm-hmm. He was fantastic on that end. Held so. it down. Held it down for sure. Uh, but I would agree with you. I would give that to Acosta. Uh, Max and Crapo would probably be one of, would have probably been my man of the match if he didn't let that goal in. Yeah. I guess that, that mistake. And it was his mistake. It was his mistake. He owns it. He cleans yeah. it up. Uh, without that mistake, he's without a doubt my man of the match. Probably could have been like an eight. Yeah, most definitely. So I give it to uh, kind of the cost for that one. Got his first goal, team of the week selection. Shout out to him. Um, Shout out. Now, in terms of Steve Trundle and his, uh, you know, his tactics and antics, uh, <coughs> it's not necessarily rating. Is it are we satisfied or not? I'm satisfied just the way he turn things around in the second half. You know what I mean? Every, at every point so far through the season, he's been making the right subs. Yeah. Like and not he, only the right subs, but at the right time. Yeah, you can't even... You can't possibly critique him. And it's just like until something's wrong, you know, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Though his worst performance so far in terms of the coach was... Uh, not to say worst performance, but the worst outcome, the worst result was against Galaxy. Galaxy. The only loss we have so far. And it's like you just play with what you got. The ref is not doing his thing, okay, but you still got him back into the game. Mm-hmm. Got it taken away from you. Oh, well, you know, mm-hmm. he's been nothing short of flawless, I think, so far. Yeah, borderline. Borderline. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, how we can continue this. This uh, weekend's game against Minnesota is going to be tough. They're riding on a, uh, off of a high. Mm-hmm. They had their 3-0 win this weekend against Chicago. All-star game in Minnesota, too. All-star game in Minnesota as well. I got to know. So... That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to my 110 football buddies, and they're like, oh, it's all fun and games until the All-Star games in, that, in Azteca. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, no more home field advantage, right? Hopefully, it's not going to be cold, hopefully, no. It'll be so. in the summer, It'll so it should summer. be good. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I was going to say one little thing since you brought up refs. I don't, I'm don't. i not one to talk about refs all day, but that Vela penalty looking like one in the beginning – Looked like a pen to me. I think it was a pen. The leg was outreach. There was not much of a push off, but the thing is that he tried to play the ball, didn't at all. Mm-hmm. Got the player no ball at all. I would give it the pen. Um, that was a pen for me. Other but... than that, I do want to say that the ref was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I would agree. You know, there was like a a, a dual uh, challenge from Cincinnati on like half field during a counterattack. And instead of calling the foul, he let it, you know, play that advantage. That's mm-hmm. great timing, you know. I mean, that was good. Uh, almost led to a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember there's one time, uh, Mahalo Poku, who's just absolutely everywhere, man, just running shots, man. It he looked a lot how Chicho looked last week uh, when he had that free kick, and you know he got the post. And he's like trying to get back into it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just get his own rebound. And you know Chicho scored last week. Mahalo didn't this week. So it's just like he's trying to replicate that same tenacity, which is exactly what we were asking for from this team. So I'm very fond of just the way uh, the players, they learn. You could tell they're learning from their experience against Galaxy that, you know what, we're going to adjust to the ref's calling and how lenient or strict their whistle is being blown. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I really like that. Um, You shouldn't have to have to adjust to the ref's whistle, but it's part of the game. It's part of the game, you know what I mean? And it's just like you were saying too as well, you know, we're not supposed to know the ref's name. Mm -hmm. I don't know the ref's name. From this past weekend because he did good. Yeah, he did decent. That's good. You know, if you do decent to good, you're not getting talked about. Exactly. <laughs> That's like the one career where the better you do, the less they talk about. Yeah, you. exactly. So, you know, shout out to that guy. Um, but yeah, man, I I, I would want to say, if I was satisfied with LAFC's performance this week. Uh, this past Sunday, uh, despite it being kind of you know close against a team that's you know known to be very poor club in general, not just on the pitch but off the pitch mm-hmm. uh, in terms of organization. Yeah, I'm satisfied. Cincinnati, they were brought their they best to play against LAFC, and you know that's okay. You know that's gonna happen to every club. When you're the big club, you're always gonna have the target on your back. Yeah, I was gonna say it feels like these smaller clubs like they have that. They have the LAFC game circled on their calendars. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at Vancouver when we played them. Yeah. You like, know, like Tristan Blackman was like, I'm, try- I'm going back home. I'm trying to show something up. He scored a goal, but they made it tough for us for sure, mm-hmm. despite us getting the win in the end. Yeah. Kind of like me and my basketball references, sorry, but this year how the Lakers, every single trash team was circling the Lakers like, oh, we're beating all these Hall of Famers. Yep. 
Exactly how it works, bro. It gives you that like, extra pride. And I feel like the LAFC has some of that. Like, oh, we're going up against Vela. We're going up against one of the best teams in the league. And, and the LA team. Orlando as well is another example. Exactly. Orlando started heating up after that game against LAFC despite the loss. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and they, they played good that game. They, they played they played really good. They that good. if that was that's probably top three of the game so far. Yeah. Great game. Yeah. They played a great game yesterday too against the New York Red Bulls. Could have maybe gone one way or the other too. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So we're gonna get again. If you guys want to talk with us, 562-985-5140. 562-985-5140. You got any final thoughts before we get into the MLS roundup? Uh, I was going to ask you, actually. I would ask me away. I might have an answer for you. I was going to say, anything stood out to you around the league this week? Oh, you just took my question from me and just repeat, repeated it? That's that's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, I was literally going to ask you around In the league. In terms of LAFC, no, not really, man. I mean, I think we pretty much got it down. Um, no, I'm saying around the league. Around the league? Yeah. Oh. Elsewhere. Elsewhere, yeah, for sure. Uh, there was, like, you know, plenty of games that were just fascinating. Um... Austin FC has been looking fantastic. Despite mm. their loss against San Antonio, it might have been a fluke. Oh, well, they're out of the tournament, but they're trying to stay up top here in MLS. That's where it's most important. Mm-hmm. Thrashing Vancouver 3-0. Sebastian Giussi is Baller. on fire right Pretty now. Man. Yeah, of course you're happy about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota also getting the 3-0 win. DC United and San Jose both firing their coaches this past week, getting a win. And taking that a dub. That new manager bounce, that I guess. DC United interim is doing things that nobody else knows about. I don't know what it is, but they beat New England, the former Sporters Shield, the defending Sporters Shield champions right now. Mm-hmm. And they beat them 3-2, man. They were dominating that Impressive. game. It was very close. Such a good game. I was watching a lot of MLS this week. I'll let you know right now. Mm-hmm. The San Jose versus Seattle Sounders game. Seattle blew a 3-1 to lead. Christian Espinosa with the PK to Burry and the 90th minute, last minute goal for a 4-3 win. It was just a great game overall. Um... I gotta say it was a decent game, but the outing was pretty cool. You know, sellout crowd over in Carson for the Galaxy. One zero mm-hmm. winner by uh Dejan Yo- Jovovich. Such a hard name to say, dude. Like for no reason too. <laughs> Jovovich. That's with a J. Yo Jovovich? Jovovich. I don't know, bro. I'm about to those Balkan names. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mess me up. Yeah. That was they probably say the same about us though. But to start the weekend off was the People call it Texas Derby, man. It's like Copa de Texas. Dallas is, Dynamo? Man. Dallas Dynamo. Fun one as well, man. The comeback from Texas there. 2-1 to one to beat the Dynamo. And it's like Texas is heating. Dallas, Texas in general is heating up. Mm. Dynamo, Dallas, and, and Austin. Austin. They're all. And, San Antonio. And <laughs> San Antonio as well, right? <laughs> yeah. <Damn. laughs> um, and LA, you know, Galaxy and LAFC, you know, they're all. Yeah, this that that's running the league right now. All the Latinos. Um, yeah, exactly. Shout out to us. We run this. Who? Um, <laughs> but it's also like we're still forgetting that Houston's still stacking up mm-hmm. in the summer. Hector, Hector, Acha Acha, is still pulling up, and mm-hmm. it's like imagine if we could have made a difference in this way. I got some like Slatan bonds. are like, oh, what about next Copa Texas matchup between these guys? And this guy makes his debut. Slatan out. You know All right, I mean? but Achach has no bro. No, I know, but I mean, just saying that kind of presence felt, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. he's going to change the game. He's definitely going to have a presence, but like... Oh, no, that's incomparable for sure. I don't know if it's like... No, no, no. Striker, game-changing. No, 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 no. Like, yeah, they're going to be better, no doubt, because he's a baller. But yeah. Is it is he going to score 15 goals? No. There were some 0-0s as well between Colorado, Portland, Salt Lake... Uh, Colorado, Charlotte FC, and Sporting KC, Columbus. Those big games that you see on the calendar, you think, oh, it's going to be a goal fest. Nope. 0-0. 0-0. Instead, San Jose versus Seattle was a goal fest. <laughs> Another goal fest was New York City New FC versus Toronto. versus Toronto. Final four. What was even going on this game? I don't know what Bob Bradley was on, but <laughs> <laughs> that was insane. He, uh, Michael Bradley scored a screamer to bring it 5-4 in the 90th minute. Beautiful goal, but I'm looking at like the <laughs> the detail, the game details, and it was two zero Toronto, and then it went four two NYC. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is even going on? I don't, four unanswered. That's <laughs> insane, dude. Uh, to start off Sunday, uh, Inter Miami three straight. Right mm. now, the world that we live in right now is Miami is in their highest table position in their history of its existence. Good for them. 
they never seen the playoff line so close before. Good for them. They never been higher than eighth place. That's where they're at right now. <laughs> they're in eighth place right now. Hey man, but they're on their way up though. They're on their way up, and that's all to Leonardo the Campana, who's been fantastic. Baller. Past three games, five goals and two assists. Has been absolutely carrying Miami ever since his first start of the season. Three games it's crazy. Ago. He's like the only striker in their history. There's a debate going on between MLS, all the writers and contributors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Iguain or Campana, that's not even a discussion, that's man. A Campana, debate. we go it's forward. Really not. What Miami need to do is turn that loan into a permanent transfer from Wolves to Miami for Leo Campana and go oh, forward. Oh, he's on man. Wolves? He's, he's a Wolves loanee. Really? Interesting. Also, because we got to talk about it. Wolves has like a lot of strikers randomly, too. <laughs> Raul Jimenez, Juan the... Korean bull? Oh, uh, I know who you're talking Lee? about. Yeah. Uh, they bought him from Salzburg. Yeah. A lot of guys, there's a lot of hidden gems that they yeah. just be distributing and importing and exporting, you know what I mean? There's this other guy, Juan Camilo, that they had. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Leo Campana got a goal in the first half. Oh, great touch, man. Using the outside foot to turn around inside the six, take a shot. There you go. That'll impressive. do it. Very impressive goal. Very, and then, you know, nine. shout out to Bryce Duke. He got his first MLS goal. Shout out. Shout out to him. Uh, former LAFC and homegrown product out of Barca Res- Residency Academy in Arizona. Yeah, so shout out to him. Also used to play for Real Salt Lake Academy. Nice. That's where he started. With Noah Beck. With Noah Beck. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Noah Beck. Uh, That's funny. Have you ever watched him play? Is he good? I, I watched him playing growing up because I had a buddy of mine who played at the RSL Academy. Together? Played with him. And Bryce Duke. What, so, what position did he play? Uh, I want to say midfield he's striker. A, he's a bigger dude. He's a huge dude, bro. Like Hulk. Pause. <laughs> but Ain't striker, no. I don't know. <laughs> Big dude doing TikToks now, bro. Come on, now. Uh, yeah, no, he was, he was playing midfield for sure, like Cam. Yeah, he was hulking that out, bro. You yeah, know if he's I mean? a Cam, then he, he must be good, bro. Yeah, he must got touch. But that was a great game, you know. And then beating Atlanta United, who have been struggling as of late, you know, making Atlanta United have. What's going on in that? I don't know dude. what it is. Out of the top five uh, most expensive transfers in MLS history, Atlanta have they have like three, three or, four, or four. Yeah, and it's like, what's going on, man? What's going on? And one of them was Piti Martinez. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> he was an absolute baller out of your play. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so is everybody else, man. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. There's not. He stopped playing soccer after. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, man, I think this was a very fun, um, just great MLS weekend overall. There's a lot of fun games to watch. The New York Red Bulls uh, Orlando game was fun too. Three zero against uh, New York Red Bulls get the win mm-hmm. against Orlando. Uh, Lucunias, uh, Caceres. There was a penalty shot in the end. I'm trying to remember what it was. I was watching that game too, but Lewis Morgan. Lewis Morgan. There you go. Uh, who was leading the league in goals like not too long ago, bro? Like it's just all these different names are making for themselves. Uh, Cincinnati, like as well, they're they're very young led. You know, the youth were leading their squad uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. So shout out to them, um, just exposing the club in that in that way. Um, next week should be a grown one too. You know, Dynamo's traveling to Austin. Ooh, for another more addition, Texas more Texas derbies right there. Texas. Toronto is playing Cincinnati. Salt Lake against Galaxy. Montreal against Atlanta United. Columbus against DC. New England versus Miami. New England just lost to DC United. Miami is off a three uh, win streak three right win now. Streak. That's going to be fun to watch for sure. Atlanta for against sure. Charlotte, Chicago, New York Red Bulls, uh, Sporting KC, Columbus, Dallas, Columbus, DC, LAFC, Minnesota to end the week as they usually do. So, yeah, man, should be fun. Uh, I'm excited for going forward. And uh, we also, I believe, this, not this upcoming week. Or Seattle. Seattle begins their first leg of CONCACAF Champions League. On or Seattle at Pumas, right? Against Pumas at Pumas, I believe. Or Seattle. There you are. Seattle. They will be playing this Wednesday. Yep. 7.30 p.m. at yep Olimpico Universitario. Yep, at Puma. So that should be fun, man. Definitely something to keep your eyes on this weekend. No or doubt. this Wednesday, excuse me. And first leg, let's see what Seattle got. They're holding it down for us. If that loss to San Jose was to sacrifice this week, this week's <laughs> game, like, all right, cool. We understand. 
Are we rooting for Seattle as a representative of MLS? Are we rooting for Seattle? I am. I am too. I have. I have no reason to go for Pumas. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> yeah, no reason. You don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't either. Not Mexican at all. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that'll do it for us. Any final thoughts, boss? Nah. One one matchup I got got my eye on next week is Nashville, Philadelphia. That should be a fun one as well. Should be interesting. Two yeah. very different play styles. Plus, we play Philly next, right? Mm-hmm. After Minnesota. And we play Nashville eventually. So. Yep. July 17th. Want to look out at, as an LAFC fan, right? Yeah, definitely keep an eye on it. And just overall, as, you know, as an LAFC fan, I think you should be keeping your eyes on the rest of the league because you're, you're playing these opponents. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the football is just continuously, gradually getting better. Mm-hmm. Funner to watch. I mean, we just got a 5-4 against New York, New York and <laughs> Toronto. Like, those two that have nothing to do with each other. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're like a border away. <laughs> That's definitely a fun one to watch. Other than that, New York plays in, like, Connecticut sometimes, though, so... It's yeah, not it's not that far. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Oh, they didn't even have their own stadium. That's crazy. <laughs> they do have a championship banner, though. Yeah. A kind small of, one. Kind of. Small one. I don't know if you want to it's consider a cha- that a banner. It's a championship blanket, bro. <laughs> <laughs> towel. It's a championship towel, bro. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is Jerry Reynoso here from Los Angeles Saga Show at Jerry4YNOSO if you want to go ahead and add me on social media. I am here with Jonathan Ortega at where John at on all the social media as well. Yes, you can sir. follow us at Los Angeles Saga. We have our Friday preview show to preview Minnesota, this Minnesota matchup this week. I'm going to leave you guys with something good. Let's see what we got here. What do we got, Jerry? Jerry's on Ox, by the way. I'm on the Ox, y'all. One day I will be on Ox. You will be on Ox one day. And I'm going to play Strictly Bangers. Uh, We'll go with this for now. What where are we at? Where are we at? What are, you, what are you putting? All right, cool. I don't do Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll lie. see you guys Friday. Big game. Dolly, dolly, black and gold. Black and gold. Ooh. I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in high.